Hey folks, this is actor-musician author Scott Schiaffo here, best known to you indie film fans as the Chulies Gum Guy from Kevin Smith's Clerks, and as Travis Lee from Brian Johnson's film Vulgar. You're listening to Throbbing with Aura. Fiends and Horror Hounds, this is Brett from Dimension Z, joined as I am every week by Greg of the Dead. How you doing, man? Doing really good, and we're joined, holy crap, we've had a lot of three-person episodes this month, but by our good friend Corey, welcome back. Well, well no, buddy. welcome first time, very first, first episode, not back. First time on this one. Yeah, you're on the old show. Yeah. But all right, Brett, what are we doing today? Uh, we are doing Destroy All Monsters from 1968, the Toho classic. And I accidentally, I did accidentally because this was my pick. Yes, I confused it with a different movie. <laughs> oh, did you? I did. What movie were you trying to do? Monster Zero. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I like this one as well, but this one doesn't have quite as much King Ghidorah in it, and that's my favorite, like kaiju. All right, before we get into it, Corey, since this is your first one, why were you so excited to do Destroy All Monsters? I ran down the episode list for you, and you knew right away. So why this one? I just, I love kaiju movies, especially the old bad ones. Like, (laughs) it's just so much fun. Do you like the modern ones or not? The Monsterverse ones? I absolutely love them. Oh, good, me too. I was was worried you were going to say I hate them. No, the the only Godzilla movie I didn't like was the Matthew Broderick one. But even that one is at least, like, I love, like, Red Letter Media and, like, these, like, YouTube people or, like, whatnot that make fun of movies. It's given them so much fodder that now it's almost worth it. Yeah, oh, yeah. And it wasn't a fun movie. It just wasn't a Godzilla movie. I think he is a she. And I think she's pregnant. Best line in the movie. Wasn't that the whole thing that they basically tried to make a Jurassic Park? I don't know. Or it was that. bad. All right, but well, this is Destroy All Monsters, episode 90. Brett, 90 oh. episodes. Woohoo! We're 10 away. I wonder what we're due. All right, we already know. Yeah. <laughs> it's from 1968, <laughs> written and directed by. I apologize for any of these pronunciation wrong. But Ishiro Honda. I believe that's correct, actually. Right. Oh, okay, good. All right, you guys want to kick into this thing? Let's do it. Yeah. All right, this is your first episode. What we do is we kind of go through the movie beat for beat and stop and talk about anything worth talking about. Then we have a couple segments at the end. So welcome to your first episode. All right, we kick it off in the future of 1999. Holy shit. Man, they were so hopeful. It's such hope for us. Oh, God, yeah. We got, like, moon bases. We have, like, rockets that can just, like, really quick go back and forth with, like, no issue. We also have, like, a bunch of monsters that we don't have. All we really had in 1998 was, what, Limp Biscuit? Oh, hell yeah. What, it, 99, had, excuse me. Woodstock 99 come out yet? What <laughs> <laughs> if the monsters destroyed it? That would be amazing. <laughs> We needed I mean, them. Then. 
It was a bunch of tiny monsters. <laughs> it, it would have been less tragic, to be honest. Probably. I mean, what they had insane clown posse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 1999, the United Nations scientific community established a base on the moon. This is all just dialogue they give to us, by the way. We see a rocket launch to the moon, and then we see an underwater base near an island, and all monsters have been collected and now live in Monsterland. It's beautiful. Oh, it's very nice. I want to mention real quick, did you guys watch, and this is the only time I can say this and I like know what it means, sub or dub? I watched dubbed. I, I watched the dub because that was what was streaming free on YouTube. Oh, I watched, exactly. the, I watched the subtitled version. Oh, look at you! Yes. Look, you can tell us if anything we say is wrong. No, I mean, it's all like, oh, look, there's the giant monster. Let's watch what they're doing. That's <laughs> okay, that's to the, the moon! <laughs> it's basically the same thing, then. <laughs> so we're introduced to Monster Island, and, you know, all your favorites are here. You have Godzilla, Rodan, Angelese, Mothra. I don't even know all these, so Garcosaurus? What the hell is this one? I don't know. Um, Is that, like, basically the, like, it looks like a T-Rex. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think that is a monster from a previous like group of movies that they just kind of like wrangled into like their group of like, oh, you're a giant monster, if I remember right. Oh, almost all these have previously appeared in other movies. Yeah. I don't know, was this the first Ghidorah movie or no? I don't think so. No, I thought Monster Zero was first. Oh, uh, Okay. But, so, we get a whole Monster Island, everyone's there, and I love the scene of the special deterrents that are there to keep all of the monsters on the island, and poor Mothra, which, again, we get worm Mothra form here, yeah. not moth, starts crawling on the beach and just gets sprayed with pesticide to keep it on the island. Mothra hates red. <laughs> yeah, and then, same thing, Godzilla wading out, and then, look... I like Rodan, but I feel like they had to write themselves so much extra excuses for everything about Rodan in this movie. Like, oh, and there's a force field to keep Rodan in there. Yeah, because he can fly. <laughs> I love the fact that Rodan is basically just the precursor to Terry the Pterodactyl from Pee-wee's Playhouse. <laughs> You're not wrong, to be honest. Okay. And Pee-wee's Playhouse does have a scene where they go into a Godzilla movie at the end. Yes, they do. Rodan's face in this movie is so hilarious. Like, Godzilla looks very funny in this one, like the suit does. And so does Rodan. Oh, the, the suits are incredible in this one. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, God. Like, Liz was watching this with me, and she goes, Why are you covering this for Throbbing with Horror? How is this a horror movie? And I'm like, uh, Godzilla appeared on the first issue of Fangoria, so we say it counts. Oh, should we address that elephant in the room real quick? Because if you're a regular listener, you're probably like, what the fuck? Here's the deal. Godzilla counts enough. We have a very blood and guts movie next week to make up for it if you're disappointed. You got two episodes this week. We did Evil Bong as a special one, so <laughs> relax, people. We have a real bloody slasher one next week for you. Which Godzilla fits in with horror. A lot of horror people like Godzilla. And there's a reason. Yeah. It's all the cool special effects and miniatures. Oh, definitely. No argument from me. Uh, we cut to the control center that's on Monster Island, and a man calls from the moon, and we get this throwaway line, I'm worried there are monsters here, too. The dialogue in this movie is just amazing. It's pretty bad, and here's the thing. 
I won't lie, the 60s is a weird decade that I have a huge gap on. I've watched really older stuff, and I've watched stuff after. I've barely watched any 60s movie, if I look at my letterbox. So, is this just dialogue for the time? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's what I was wondering. This is, I think this is our first 60s movie we've covered, Brett. Really? I mean, I can't speak to 60s horror so much, because I also didn't watch, but like, other 60s movies, no. No, I think this is a strictly kaiju thing. Okay. Yeah, it's bad, though. Um, but these were, there's monsters there, and then the power starts going out on the monster land base, and we have a gas attack. And Oh, no! Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's gas leaking through that door. We better open it and see what's going on. Oh, no, more gas! <laughs> Let all of it pour in. You know, exactly what you do when there's gas on the other side of something. Breathe deep, everyone. Hurry! <laughs> can't hurt you if you're breathing deep <laughs> it's yellow it's okay but they all pass out and we cut back to the UN scientific community and they're observing Monster Island on screens I don't know where all these cameras are but whatever and then since the crew was gas attacked all the monsters were free to go because they don't have mist spraying at them when they try to leave and all monsters start attacking major cities look Here's where we're going to get into Greg's love and hates of this movie. <laughs> Holy shit, this scene, give me five hours of this. I fucking love it. Like, all the monsters trashing the different... Even, like, Rodin flying over Russia and then, like, a slight delay and then just, like, a building collapsing just because he flew past it. All this stuff is great. Godzilla destroying New York. There are, like, half-hour sections, though, where I don't see a monster and I start to get real pissed. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, Devo running around trying to save the world. Those are the parts where I accidentally fall asleep because I'm old. <laughs> that is what every other time, other than this time, because I had to watch it for the show, is when I get up and make a snack, I'll go get a beer, I'll check my phone, I'll pet the cat, like, you know, I'll do anything else but, like, watch just people run around and, like, monsters not attack things. Yeah, and there's huge sections of it. Here's the thing, like, because I haven't watched any of these old ones in a long time. Like, when the Monsterverse movies came out, I remember saying, man, I love them. They're really good. A little too much people stuff, though. Like, I feel like they need to focus on the monsters more. Holy shit, am I a fool. <laughs> there's, like, a thousand percent less people in the Monsterverse movies. And I don't know what I was thinking. Maybe just because I'd do what you do and say, just walk away and do whatever, and then come back for these parts. But, man, there's, like, Two-thirds of the movie has no monsters. Or to the fact of, like, they're like, oh, look, there's Godzilla. And you go, oh, yeah, I forgot. He's in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get all the monsters attacking the major cities, and it's glorious. Like, it's Godzilla attacking New York, Rodan, Russia. I forget where everyone is. One notable exception is Tokyo is not being attacked. All other major cities. Hint, hint. Yes, that's going to come later. Uh, Dr. Yoshida, who I guess is in charge of... I don't know what he is, but he's important. <laughs> I think he's the Monster Island chief that they couldn't find when they called from the moon. Oh, okay, that makes sense. He addresses the press, but has no answers, and that's it. Uh, they're like, oh, um, and why aren't they attacking Tokyo? And he's like, I don't know. And if you have an answer, please contact us. <laughs> 
<laughs> and that's our last sign of monsters for a long time. Because now we cut to the moon, and the moon crew's doing whatever the hell they're doing up there, to be honest. It's never really made clear. But they see a UFO. But we've already been recalled back to base. Ugh. Okay, I'm sorry. I feel like if you don't know aliens exist, and your commander calls you back to base, but you see a flying saucer, and you are late getting back to base, I feel like you would be forgiven in this instance. But you have to get back to base. Oh, your it's base! Like a Christmas story, but the bell rang. <laughs> oh, right? your base! R belong to us. Oh, your base! Your base! Remember that? No, I don't know. You remember all your base R belong to us? No, it's no. a meme from like the early days. No, no. Yeah, look it I up. I think you're making this up. No, you know you got up. two against you. I, I believe you're telling stories here. Tall it, tales. No, it's of early. It's like one. It's an early, early meme. Like check it out. It's some. It's from some like badly dubbed video game. That sounds like tomfoolery to me. It's a uh, thing. Oh, malarkey. <laughs> Outvoted. It doesn't exist. Tweet me. Tweet Greg. Greg Ames. <laughs> but um, where were we at? So. They get back to base, and Earth has recalled the moon crew to Monster Island because something's happened there. They get there, and the island crew is still alive. By the way, Count of the Dead in this is a mess, Brett. <laughs> I'm just going to give you this now so you can't yell at me when I reveal it. Oh, I have right. no idea what to say for, like, a if giant monster movie. If we see a vehicle movie. destroyed. <laughs> if we see a vehicle destroyed, I count it as one unless we're seeing the inside of that vehicle because oh, that's all we know is on it. Okay. So a plane, for say, gets destroyed, that's one death. That's all I'm counting because I don't know who's on there. I have the, I, and, I don't know if to say 10 or 50. I, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> I, the Count of the Dead was a tough time. I don't even feel confident in it. Hey, there was a bunch of people. Yeah. The island crew is still alive, and we find out that they are controlling monsters remotely to destroy the world for some reason. And we see a train crash, a boat destroyed, a plane destroyed by the monsters on TV. Like, why are you doing this? And then we get our weird alien lady from the Kelax from Planet Kelak. Yes. Yeah, it's basically she stole David Bowie's outfit from the 70s and was like, I'm going to wear this in the movie real quick. Yes. And she says, sacrifices have to be made. We, st I don't know what their whole plot is, to be honest. Do you guys? Like, I get, yeah, the aliens are making this happen, but what is their end game? They're trying to create a new scientific community on Earth. How? But in which way is happening? Like, all the monsters destroy the cities do this. By creating it, Greg. This just doesn't work. No, it's like the underpants gnome's, like, uh, idea for a business plan. It's like, gather underpants, blank space, profit. It's like, monsters destroy the city, blank place, scientific research. I mean, I guess so. <laughs> Studies and destruction, okay. Megadeth will be stoked. <laughs> Where are we at here? Sacrifices had to be made. One of the moon crew guys goes to attack the alien, and he's zapped by, like, a force field around her. Zippity zapped. Yes. The former Monster Island crew all starts attacking, and we get a shootout with the cool laser guns, which, I won't lie, as far as, as much as I said I don't like the human stuff, the weird sci-fi laser gun battles I enjoy. Yes, yes, those were fantastic. I love that. Yeah, I, see that 
I love that and all the people running around in yellow because it just reminds me of like it in my head canon now it's Devo versus like the aliens and the monsters because it's like them in like a tour bus like van thing and they pull up and they're all in like the mount matching like yellow jumpsuits and they're going to like play guitar at them. Like I'm not going to lie, I would watch the hell out of that movie. I was just going to say I actually would think I might enjoy that more. Oh yeah, Devo versus... I could see that being one of their music videos. Yes. But I mean, isn't that just uh, basically the premise of Aquabat's Super Show, though? Oh, dude, yeah. But, so, they all leave after the shootout, and they take the island leader with them, the brainwashed island guy. And he's being interrogated by Dr. Yoshida and another one, and he just decides, fuck this, and jumps out a window and dies. Yeah. See ya! It's like that. It's like that scene from Game of Thrones where the prince throws himself out the window just randomly. Yeah. <laughs> and and I, don't, I guess the brainwashed crew was just hiding in the bushes the whole time because they're on the scene instantly to go take the body. Like they must have just been creeping out at the bottom because they don't want them to find out any of the secrets that are in him now. And they start taking the body. We have our second laser gun shootout. The secrets. Well, this one, the secret police What's showed that? up because the they're police. in brown suits. <laughs> but they weren't Nazis. Yes, yeah, true. The This is a much better kind, yes. They're checking the body of the guy who threw himself out a window because the shootout ended in their favor. And they cut an implant, an implant out of his head right behind his ear. It looks like a BB, to be honest. It's yeah. just a little small silver thing. And they study it and realize it's a transmitter, and this is, must be how they are controlling the monsters. Okay. <laughs> sure. And then I thought that I had an ad, because Corey, thankfully, we almost didn't cover this. I'm like, I don't think it's streaming anything. I said, no, it's just on YouTube for free with ads. I'm like, thank you, Corey. And I thought we had an ad here, because there's just a guy with a cow gathering rocks. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I forgot some of you poors don't have YouTube Premium. Oh, no, I don't. I'm just a peasant. I have to watch ads every five minutes. You don't own the Criterion Collection box set, Greg, that cost over $100? No. It sounds like I had the worst viewing experience. I was watching it on regular YouTube. Core got YouTube Premium. You're watching the Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I only have YouTube Premium because another buddy of mine Mine has a uh, YouTube premium family plan, and I'm on it. Oh, I don't smart. I don't pay for it. <laughs> but we cut to this guy with cows gathering rocks, and he finds a super shiny glowy stone. And the UNSC tracks him down with a little spinny radar gun, and they take it from him. I wonder if he was compensated for a shiny rock. I'm going to assume no. I feel like he should have made a case. Like, I found this. It is mine. Well, I love even the, like, official he brought it to. is like, yes, it is a very interesting shiny rock, but I'm busy. I'm too busy to look at your shiny rock right now. Stupid cow, man. <laughs> I remember years ago, I saw a triple feature in Pittsburgh. Of It was a triple feature Godzilla, like, special. And it was like, this one, Monster Zero, and one other one. And I remember sitting in the theater watching this movie and like I was a few beers in and I'm watching like this farmer collect a rock. And I'm like, why did I drive two hours (laughs) into the city 
to watch this. But then it gets back into like the cool monster fights and you're like, oh yeah, this is why. But at that moment, I'm like, what am I doing? I mean, you, that's a valid question. I, I, that would probably be the moment where I asked myself that too. Yeah. I asked myself that a lot. They determined that this shiny rock has been planted all over the world, and that's what drives the monsters crazy, and they manipulate them with their whole head implants thing. There's a lot of steps to this monster control thing. It really is. Yeah, and it takes up way too much screen time. (laughs) But we get Rodan flying over Tokyo, and then Godzilla also shows up in Tokyo, and Mothra, and this other thing, little snaky guy. Um... Manda. Thank you. Okay. This I could read my notes. But they all show up and start fighting, and they're like, but, oh, it was all an elaborate ploy. We They drew our defenses out since they attacked everywhere else first, and now they're attacking Tokyo. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty common, like, tactic, and you'd think they would have picked up on that right away when every major city on Earth was attacked except for you. No, stupid. <laughs> also, like you said, this is like the weird larva version of Mothra. It's not cool, like, butterfly version. No cool thing yeah. twins. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the, I don't like this version of Mothra. This is just a grub worm. Why do I care about grub worm Mothra? It's a Liz, crawling through. Liz saw it on yeah. screen, and that's what she said. It's a giant piece of shit. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. Yeah. That monster just trashed the city. That's it. The city does launch a really cool missile attack scene on all the monsters. I could watch this stuff for like three hours. I like this. Indeed. This is what we came for. Exactly. We get about... How much do you think we actually get of like monster scenes in this? Like time-wise? <laughs> God, it feels, like, it feels like ten minutes. And there's like two hours of people stuff. No longer than 25 minutes. And that's being generous. Yeah. Which means the majority of Destroy All Monsters doesn't have monsters. Yes. And, by the way, it's a weird title, which we'll get into at the end. But the city's in ruins, and Yoko, this I think I got that name right. Yoko. Right, you have subtitles. Okay. Uh, shows up at the command center, and they're like, she's one of the Kelax, and... She says, the monsters will stop attacking if Earth agrees to the people of Kelak's terms. Does she actually say the terms, or did I just not no. remember them? No, but she's very dismissive of that one dude. Shut up, I don't want to hear you talk anymore. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> there's like one guy, she's like, all of you will work for the Kelaks, especially you, in her mind. She's like, <laughs> fuck this guy in particular. <laughs> I think it was, like, her boyfriend or something, because that's who called, like, that was, like, the guy on the moon crew that, like, called in the first place. Oh, with the whole futuristic FaceTime technology? Yes. Yes, that guy. Okay. Yeah, it's so weird when I watch these old movies, and that's considered, like, a crazy futuristic thing now, because now when I see it, I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. But I forget that but technology didn't exist yet. Yeah. Or even like, yeah, and like, I would think of like Star Trek or Star Trek Next Generation when they're like doing like FaceTime kind of thing, but they're using the old like tube televisions. Yeah. They're, they haven't advanced to flat screens. We got to tube television, got no further. We're good there. I, I agree. <laughs> yeah. I miss my TV that used to be a piece of furniture. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. It comes with a shelf. Oh, God, you're in high school and your friend's coming over to play video games with you and you have to, like, carry the other television into the other room. And it takes three of you to do it. <laughs> oh, the good old days. Like, no, don't sit it on that table. That table isn't strong enough to hold the television. <laughs> Where the hell are we at? You got me on TVs and FaceTimes <laughs> and I'm lost. Oh, the boy who she particularly didn't like rips her earring out of her ear and... I guess that was her implant, and she's bleeding off from her earlobes. He just rips it right out. He very calmly goes, this is how they were controlling her. Like, you didn't just fucking rip this lady's flesh out. Yeah, rip metal straight through her earlobe. She's bleeding. He has blood on his finger. Like, ah, I'm the hero, see? <laughs> but she has no memories of the key lock. She can't tell them about their secret base or anything like that. And then... The space jet's just flying around and is attacked by Godzilla, and the military fires on him. And this is cool. Like, this is miniature perfection. All the little tanks and everything. Like, Godzilla stomps on a bunch of them, and Eggly shows up. Again, I don't know about my pronunciation. And the jet retreats, sees a UFO, and starts following the UFO. Holy crap. I have no, can make no sense of this movie. <laughs> Rodon chases the jet. And then the jet gets away. This is just madness. They're throwing everything at the script at once. <laughs> like, oh no, out of time! Bro, it's all in now! Well, because wasn't this one supposed to be the last of the MonsterVerse movies, I'm pretty sure? Well, when you think about it, this movie's crazy. Like, it just, we don't think about it now. But this was like their Avengers Endgame, when you really sit back yeah. and think about it. It's like, here's every monster on screen. 20 minutes but yeah here's all of them i'm pretty sure this was supposed to be like the be all end all and then they're like wait a minute this movie still made a lot of money let's make another one next year well the history from the little bit of research i did is like that they were getting diminishing returns right before this so like this was supposed to be their last hurrah but then it ended up being fairly profitable for them so it kept going oh because think of the original godzilla from the 50s and how dark and depressing and like scary it is with like it's black and white the music godzilla's mostly in shadows and whatnot and then you get to this one and it's like godzilla's son is like blowing smoke rings to like fight and like all the monsters are just dancing around you know it, it definitely oh, went into kid-friendly mode. Oh, yeah, the very first ones are how we get away with having it on this show. Like, those early ones are terrifying giant monster attacking. What's the difference between, like, Texas Chainsaw and Texas Chainsaw 2? No, oh, we will not say a word against Texas Chainsaw 2. That movie is a masterpiece. Yeah. Texas Chainsaw 2 is one of my favorite movies of all time. I'm just com okay, comparatively, good. like, the tone of the original Texas Chainsaw was dark, gritty, and scary... And the tone of Texas Chainsaw 2 was like my plate dog did. <laughs> there we go. I love Texas Chainsaw 2 so much. We still haven't done it. I want to do that movie so bad. That's a special one. I'm calling that one. <laughs> Dude, that movie's going to be a great time. But, Brett, how many times, I swear to God, like in the past two months, we've gotten tracked off talking about Texas Chainsaw 2 like five times. Oh, yeah, we just need to do it finally so we can stop covering it during <laughs> other movies. I think that should be like an in-person episode. Oh, definitely. But where are we at here? The military is searching Mount Fuji, and they got like a whole army sneaking through the woods, and Godzilla sees them and chases them all away. And 
they all just retreat except for three of them and they search this tunnel and they go in it and rocks keep covering the exits behind them. So this must be the key lock base. What well, has to be this rock. Ex- well, honestly, yes. Rock elevator doors. <laughs> uh, they run into a force field. Key locks appear in front of them and show them the base. I'm not sure what this accomplishes them. And they say the underground area of Fuji belongs to the key locks. This is their terms. Accept it. That seems reasonable. No one else probably knew there was an underground area of Fuji for a base. I mean, okay, yeah, sure, you can have that. Yeah, you want this one mountain and the entire world? Sure, have your mountain. It just you no, can just have the, the inside. Part. Yeah, they don't want they yeah. don't want the outside. They just want the inside. I'm cool. Yeah, with this it. seems like yeah, that's a fair deal. Like, just call it there. Okay, credits. Movie's over. I want to also mention that watching this movie in HD is another one of these movies of this should not be in high definition because every time the rocket takes off, you see that the sky has wrinkles in it because it's a curve. Oh yeah. Or every time a helicopter takes off, you see the two strings with the helicopter, which you know me, Greg, I love that shit to death, but that's one of the reasons these movies worked, I think, a little bit better in VHS quality than you're watching it in high def on your like 65 inch like flat screen, and you're like, oh yeah, the sky's wrinkly. Well, they definitely made allowances for the costumes and special effects. They would never consider that you would see it as you see it in real life. It was always through the lens of what they were going to be showing you. I don't think anyone anticipated technology to get to where it is. They still had CRT TVs in 1999. Exactly. And, but we had a moon base. I should have watched this movie on my, like, five-inch black and white TV. Yes. This is what that TV is made for. I mean, I don't know why you... Oh, it doesn't play discs, right? No. I it, I can hook it up to my uh, VCR, but I don't have this movie on VHS. I only have it on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. I would trade in my Blu-ray for a VHS copy. <laughs> All right. Some of, one of you two helped me out with the plot here because they start working on a machine to bring the monsters under control and the space what? jet goes to the moon, but not the moon base, and it's attacked by fire? What's happening? Yes. You got it. <laughs> okay, good. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. They're, they're like, oh, well, yeah, the... um. Because at first I thought like, okay, so the rocket lands and I see the fire happen. And I'm like, oh shit, because I forgot for a minute like what exactly happens here at the end. I was like, it's King Ghidorah. He's showing up. Like, it's in space. It makes sense. But then there's way too many fire streams. And I'm like, wait a minute, it's not him. And yeah, they just have random flamethrowers in the moon. Yeah, that attack. And they have to exit the ship. It's getting too hot. And this was a toy-making movie, if there ever was one, because out of the ship pops a little drill jeep, and they all go riding out together. They get on the moon go-kart, and, like, jump over the thing. (laughs) But it is, it's like, you can tell, like, the big, giant, like, model cities look awesome. Whenever it's a tank that's an RC car, or, like, a go-kart thing that's an RC car, you can tell so bad. That's the charm, though. Oh, no, I am right there with you. Anytime I see something like that, I see a boom mic, that movie goes up half a star. They blow up 
I guess, the entrance or the keylock base here with the lasers that are on the little go-kart, and they blow it up, and yay, and then they go and explore the wreckage. And we find these weird rock slugs, which is, I guess, what the keylocks turn into when they die. Oh, okay, is that what those are? Yeah, that's a question. Is that true? I believe so. Okay. Okay. I could. I looked away for two seconds and looked back, and there was like they were feeling rocks, and I was like, okay. Being a hundred percent honest, I watched this movie like four times, and I think I got through it a total of once in those four times. It wears on you, especially this part. Like, how long has it been since we mentioned any of the monsters? Exactly. This part wears on you. Yeah. And the last time I mentioned the monster is because I thought that it was Ghidorah, and I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Fire Cave. I was I was watching it at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning, too, so... Cool. But that is a perfect time for a Godzilla movie, though. Absolutely. Like, Toho Godzilla. That's when I saw most of the Godzilla movies that I saw. Like, the old ones, like, is because they'd be playing super late at night when I was a kid, and I had, like, four channels growing up. And one of them would play these monster movies real late at night sometimes. It'd be like this, or they'd have like a Planet of the Apes marathon, which yeah, I'd always be like, all yes! stuff like that. That was the first, that was how I first saw Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Oh, we're shit! Going, we're going to go like a midnight movie on Fox or something. Oh, That's what? the best. We just did that movie uh, beginning of this month. Yes. With our double feature when we did the room. Remember when we did the room, Greg, and how much fun that was? No one listen. No one listened to the room. <laughs> I did. I enjoyed it. I I enjoy my own impressions. Everyone can go like fuck. I you enjoyed the episode. I fought for it for over a year. I'm I, proud of it. I had means, motive, and opportunity to watch the room, and I still didn't. That's not a terrible choice. No, well, you need to watch it many, many times. <laughs> watch The Disaster Artist. Watch Best Fiends. Go into a 2 a.m. Tommy Wiseau hole on YouTube like Greg saw me do the other night. I don't want to do those things. <laughs> like, you don't want to know what Tommy Wiseau will pick up at a record store on some weird like YouTube channel? No. It was great. Where the fuck we at? Okay. They examine a sparkly rock after the wreckage, and then they take the sparkly rock to Earth. And then they're zapping the control rock that's there with a laser gun. The cord catches on fire, and then they say, try it again, and they destroy whatever they were trying to destroy. I have no idea what the hell was going on. Again, yes. Yes, that, I, is, that, that is what happened. I guess it's in charge of like the things that are corrupting the giant monsters i i don't know it's giant pretty like red space rock let's let's go with that 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 makes it sound smart yeah this is me trying so hard to make this movie make sense somehow they realize that the aliens die in the cold so they got that going for them i didn't even know that returns oh yeah that was a big thing okay because reasons it's like the tall man from phantasm he also doesn't like the cold that's true. Godzilla returns to Tokyo, and the military gathers near Mount Fuji, and all the monsters are coming, and we get our color commentator. Like, this is pro wrestling right <laughs> oh, now. Yes, I'm glad you brought that up, because, like, as of, like, the recording of this, I watched, like, a little bit of WrestleMania, 
and I don't know anyone anymore. All I know is like it was fun. I enjoyed like telling you, you're like, who's this? Is this a swords match? What is happening? I'm like, is that Rey Mysterio? And you're like, no, that's his son. I'm like, oh, I like the pretty redhead. I hope she wins. <laughs> But what were you saying? You said, I'm- "Oh, but no, you brought up about wrestling, and I was watching this, and I was like, yeah, this end like part here just reminds me of like, no wonder so many people love Godzilla and horror and wrestling all together because sometimes it blends like this of like, it is just one hundred percent like a weird match you would see like at WCW in the nineties of like they had a monster match or something." Like, how much money do you think we'd have to pay Tony Schiavone and Jim Ross to do a commentary track for that fight? Hey, Jim Ross, I recognize that name. <laughs> not Schiavone. But not Schiavone. Sad. I don't know Just that get one. Get Schiavone! It's Ghidorah! <laughs> it's oh, shit. It's Ghidorah! Speaking of, here in just a fucking second, my favorite kaiju of the entire, like, all of them shows up. Fucking King Ghidorah. I love the noises he makes. I love his three heads. I love how fat he is. We can't skip to Ghidorah yet. Because this this is, dude, this is the little few monster scenes we get. We're dragging these out. This is the reason we're talking about this movie. (laughs) But all the monsters are showing up, and we get our wrestling announcer and everything. And I love that they're announcing them one by one. Who will be first? Oh, it's, it's Godzilla and Son of Godzilla. Oh, here they come. Oh, God, it's Son of Godzilla. And he's got a steel chair. Dude, they just announcing all of them. And then, because the whole point here is they're going to attack the base of the aliens. That's what's going on here. And Godzilla is, like, holding the line. Like, he's front in a wall of death. Like, and all the monsters are about to run. He's stomping back and forth and, like, throwing his arms up. Like, I love his attack stance. Oh, God. Like, put this in, like, what's a great metal band that you could, like, put music over, like, put Slayer over this, and as soon as the riff kicks in, it's just, like, Godzilla swinging his arm around, like you said, like, he's like, let's get this wall of death going! Let's get moshing! <laughs> but yeah, we get that going on. Okay, that's all I want to talk about. Here comes your boy, Brett. Yeah! Scree! Scree! <laughs> it's the most... It's the least intimidating sound for the most badass monster. I love the sound he makes. It's so weird. But it's not intimidating. It's no, but it's also a giant three-headed dragon that's coming at you from space. I think that's intimidating and intimidating enough. He doesn't have to have like a huge roar. The fact that he's like scree scree, it's like okay. I still got dock points for the roar. Not intimidating. Oh come on! No, it's a giant golden three-headed dragon, and he's the king. <laughs> yeah, but the roar's gonna make me laugh at him. <laughs> I can't talk shit. I'm looking at a Ghidorah like toy that I have on exactly. my shelf right above me right now. Ghidorah's the man. But I'm not taking all anything three of them other than the roar. Like, I'm sorry, the roar just no, no. <laughs> wee, wee. Yeah. <laughs> but Ghidorah appears. Background in Ghidorah, he is not an Earth monster. He is a space monster. So he is going to fight on behalf of the Kelax here. Look. Here's the other thing. It's supposed to be Ghidorah is so powerful, it's going to take all the monsters to bring him down. Okay. 
It's not that. Ghidorah gets offense in on one monster, and then there we witness a mugging yeah. of all the monsters destroying Ghidorah. What he? Which one is it? A little spiky guy. He picks up and drops. Angelus. Okay, yes. He drops him, and you're like, oh shit, Ghidorah means business. And then Godzilla just jumps on his back, and there's a little bit of a fight, and then he's knocked down pretty easily, and Godzilla is like... Just adding insult to injury. He's not even going to use his atomic <laughs> breath. He's just stomping him to death. Like, someone's yelled, World Star! And Godzilla's just stomping the fuck out of Ghidorah. And even fucking Godzilla's, like, son, who is the most useless character in any of these movies, even more useless than the people, like, gets over on Ghidorah with a fucking smoke ring that goes around his, like, Ghidorah's throat and, like, <laughs> knocks him out. I'm like... Oh, fucking shit. Fuck you, movie. <laughs> and then Mothra, whatever the cool-looking spider one is, start, like, blasting them with webs. I do, Bukaki! I'm <laughs> oh, so excited we're winning! Uh, uh, uh. I have been waiting all episode to scream Kaiju Bukaki. <laughs> very nice. Cheers, sir. I'm very, I'm very happy you did it, very disappointed in myself for not writing that down. Well done. That's it, good night, folks. But yeah. <laughs> Which, right before you said that, I did have the thought in my mind, but you put it, like, much more succinctly. I was like, it's like they're coming all over them! But you at least made it kind of funny and more, like, uh, <laughs> uh, unique. <laughs> but, what are we? Oh, by the way, I love this line from the announcer. This is horrible! Listen to the monsters and their cries of sudden death! <laughs> Nobody was dying! <laughs> no! <laughs> But yet the monsters win after just straight up mugging Ghidorah. This was it was one of those stop it, stop it, he's already dead moments. <laughs> and jizzing on his corpse. <laughs> Which I forget well there was a previous movie that Ghidorah was in where he was taken down by two monsters. Now there's like ten. Yeah, it's like you came to the wrong island, motherfucker. Like, oh, it's just a whole crew of them. God damn it. <laughs> We told you not to come around here no more. <laughs> <laughs> After that, we have this burning monster, this, this fiery monster. We don't know what it is. Starts attacking, uh, blows up the command center, and Godzilla attacks the strange... Oh, and just is flying around being a fiery menace. And meanwhile, Godzilla attacks the alien underground base and destroys it. The space jet starts chasing around the fire dragon. And shoots a cooling missile at it. I don't know what this is, but cool. Mr. Freeze tech in Godzilla. It's like an icy nice hot, but just you. the icy part. Nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what killed the kaijus? The Ice Age! Everybody but kill! <laughs> they find out it's not a fire dragon, it's just a UFO. After they shot the cooling missile at it, it crashes and is destroyed. And we got a shot of all the monsters on the island just chilling there and flying over the helicopter as Godzilla waves and the end. Like, they were so happy to be back on back like to their island prison. Yeah, they're like, yeah. oh, we hate having free roam of the earth. Thank God we're back on this, like, two by two mile by two mile island. All of us. Yeah, they're like half a mile tall. Yeah, exactly. Some the of only them one with the food source is 
Yeah, the only one with the four food source is Rodan because he eats dolphins. <laughs> okay, so let's break this into human terms. So let's say this this is a prison, as you said, right, Corey? Yes. So a bunch of prisoners break out. They all beat up a guy. Then they are brought back. Would this strike you as someone who would be happy? Like, is this all they wanted? No. No. Uh, they didn't think no, they're so. not coming back. No, and they're not smiling. Oh, yay, we're all back home when you get them back there. And they even mentioned during the movie that we don't have control over them anymore. They're just doing this. They're like, their instincts just kicked in and they're just attacking the bad people now. Which means, like, it doesn't like, it's not like they got re, like, they took re-control over them and made them go back on the island. They're just like, oh, well, we like it here. So all our stuff's here. Yeah. <laughs> I am moving to also, bitch. <laughs> with this being based in 1999, PETA already exists. You know PETA's not... They're going to be throwing a tantrum about these monsters being put under control and locked on an island away from everything. There'd be boat protests out there with the weird, like, people dressed up as lunch meat. It'd be a mess. <laughs> I always wanted one of those lunch meat costumes. <laughs> I get All right, hungry. so before we... Before we get into our end of episode stuff, I thought you two would like to hear some of the alter alternate titles that this movie oh, had. Yeah. Indeed. So, by the way, like half of these are from Japan. They just named it 50 different titles in <laughs> Japan. Okay. Okay, so Destroy All Monsters, as we know it, was also called Monster Total Advancement. Okay. Monster Attack March. Charge of the Monsters. Attack of the Marching Monsters. <laughs> Godzilla, the Grand Blitz Operation. <laughs> assemble, assemble all monsters. The invaders attack. The monsters are attacking. This is my favorite. This is the German one. Frankenstein and the monsters from space. Okay, where the fuck is Frankenstein in this movie? <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned that, because the next one is called The Heirs of King Kong. Also absent the from fuck? the movie. Can you imagine going into this thing and it's like, you're a huge King Kong fan. And you get to, to the end, you're like, fuck you. <laughs> and then my absolute favorite, Monster Olympics. <laughs> it's like the pain Olympics. So it's like Godzilla squeezing no! his dick and like. <laughs> this no. <laughs> I'm going to say good on the uh, shot put. Okay, so you want to get into Count of the Dead? Yes, where are we at with the Count of the Dead? Ah, ah, ah. Like, this one, I'm going to have no idea. Okay. So for those who don't know, the Throbbing with Horror Count of the Dead is where we tally up all the deaths in the movie and we add them to our grand total of all the deaths in every movie we've done. Last episode we did was Evil Bong, which left us with a Count of the Dead of 978. Where do you think Destroy All Monsters brought us? Corey, you are the guest. Would you like to take a guess first? I'm going to say it takes you to an even grand. Even grand. Okay, Brett, what do you think? Um, One less than whatever that would be. Oh, you're doing prices right here. Sure. <laughs> okay. Well, it did not take us to an even grand. We got a total of 17, which brought us to a total of 995. Oh, we're very close. Yeah, we're getting there. I wonder if we'll hit it next week. Oh, I hope so. Uh, where every week Greg does his count of the dead, ah, 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 and I do my ratings from Dimension Z. Pew, pew. 
<laughs> uh, the guest thunderclaps are always my favorite, by the way. Thank you, Corey. I didn't have to tell you to do it. <laughs> it's just like whatever they do, like, let's see. <laughs> well, I every week I do my rating system, and it's one through ten, one being the worst and ten being the best. And I pick something from the movie to rate the thing. And, oh God, fucking from this movie, what the fuck do you even pick? I almost want to go just because it is a Godzilla movie, just do like rubber suit monsters. Okay. So a number one rubber suit monster, which is the worst kind, it's like the monster from a creeping terror, which was basically like 10 teenagers under a tarp. And like whenever the monster ate someone, they literally just pulled it through an opening in the mouth and it looks terrible. (laughs) And a number 10, uh, uh, rubber suit monster, <laughs> monster I, suit. yeah, whatever I said, it's gonna. I'm gonna say is Godzilla because is this era of Godzilla? Because if you think of a rubber suit monster, who do you think of? Godzilla. Yeah, I'm exactly. Gonna, and also, I want to say I'm rating this movie on the Godzilla scale, not just movie scale. You have to do specific for Godzilla. I think for at least for myself. I don't understand. What do I? How do I have to adjust my rating now? It's uh, out of the Godzilla movies. What is this? Not just a movie in general, because Godzilla movies are its own thing. Okay, I, I just have to make a slight adjustment then. Okay. Okay. You want me to go? Uh, well, I usually go first. Oh, I thought you were telling me to when you said, "Well, you have to." That's all. No. Um. Oh, God, what do I want to say? I'm going to give this one a solid 5 out of 5 rubber suit monsters. It's right there in the middle. You should check it out. It's pretty good, the monster parts. The people parts aren't the worst people parts in these kind of movies, but they're also nowhere near the best, and there's way too much of it. There. Also, the King Ghidorah gets oh, taken sorry. down way too quickly, and Godzilla's son shows up, and that immediately drops at <laughs> like half a star. <laughs> They're just so cruel to Ghidorah. Yeah, it's just immediately, and it's like, that's my favorite one! It's like, if the mob <laughs> during Halloween Kills actually beat the fuck out of Michael Myers and he's laying there bloody, I'm like, well, I don't like that. God, I wanted that to happen. Oh, <laughs> I am not a Michael Myers guy. The best Halloween movie was Part Three, Season of the Witch. Oh, I do love Part Three, though. Sorry, um, I'm gonna give this one a five point seven five. Oh Jesus! <laughs> okay. Um. Well, like my big fact will definitely be Kaiju Bukaki because you know, because yeah. <laughs> now I have that, and just you know. One, Son of Godzilla actually holds a special place in my heart, because that was the very first Godzilla movie I ever saw, was Son of Godzilla. Okay. That's fair, then. And just, like, the people parts were, they were at least unintentionally entertaining for most of it, just with how dismissive they were of each other. That's fair. Now... I went, we're all pretty much spot on, because I went five and a half rubber monster suits. Okay. I thought the people part was pretty abysmal, and yeah. but I could have dealt with it a lot more if it didn't take up two-thirds of the movie. I think that was my biggest complaint, is just the lack of monster in my monster movie. Yeah, for a movie called Destroy All Monsters, there's not enough monster. 
And by the way, they destroyed. And like only the one got destroyed. Yeah. Yes. The the rest of them are friends. They all ganged up on the one guy that was the outsider. Yeah. And by the way, if you give me slug slug Mothra, you're gonna lose a few points. Yeah. Right off the bat. I agree there. Yes. But man, I still enjoyed it though. A quick question, maybe one of you two knows. How do they do Ghidorah? What do you mean? Like, how was the person in the suit? Oh no, I think that was just a flying like puppet, basically. There was no one well, in it. Well he's on the ground though, too. Well that part, yeah. But that's also you can see where Ghidorah gets really, really fat all of a sudden. Okay. I was wondering I'm assuming, you know, the guy's head was in the center head and his arms were in the uh other two. Oh yeah, that could be oh, that, that would be a fun job. You just wave your head and arms around the whole time. <laughs> well well some dude in a Godzilla suit like breaks your arm stomping on it. Corey, do your Ghidorah sound again. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh. <laughs> so intimidating, Crash. <laughs> All right. We want to tell them about next week? Yes, what are we doing next week, Greg? All right, next week is a movie franchise that is near and dear to my heart. Legit one of my favorites, I've come to realize. Next week, we are doing Hatchet 2. Yes. Which, we did Hatchet back on episode 15. We I yeah. practiced such self-restraint. Not No joke, I think you know this because I mentioned it to you every week. I'm like, I want to do Hatchet 2, and it just keeps getting bumped. I'm like, like we're doing Hatchet 2 next week, finally. And it's one I'm always like, I really want to do it as well, but for some reason it keeps getting like set back. Yeah, so we're finally doing it. Hatchet 2 next week. I don't think it's... It's streaming on Prime, I think, right now, for those of you who have Prime. And by the way, anytime I say that because of recording and streaming service stuff, that never hold me to that. Things can change in a day. But yeah. as of recording, it's on Prime for anyone who wants to watch along with us. It might be on Peacock, too. Oh, Hatchet 3 is. Oh, hatchet three. Okay, I knew they had a. I knew they had a couple of the hatchets for a while. Yeah, but yeah, that's what Corey, dude. Thank you so much for coming on this. I one. I don't think I could have got through this episode. <laughs> you at least with the kaiju bukaki. Me talking about these people. Ask Brett. Normally, I'm much more grumpy on boring parts. If we don't have a guest. Well, I thank you guys for having me on. Definitely want to oh, come yeah, back no. for more. It was definitely oh, awesome do. to have you on. And like, whenever Greg was like, "Yeah, he wants to be on for Godzilla," I'm like, "Fuck yeah." So, yeah, so, thank you, sir. Hey, thank you, guys. <laughs> all right, well, if less anyone has anything else. I got nothing. That's all I got. All right. Well, we, hope, we hope that Destroy All Monsters has left your brain throbbing with horror. Ah, uh, it seems you've survived another fright. Be sure to look for the Throbbing with Horror pumpkin on all of your favorite social medias and local newspaper headlines. Rate us five stars on your favorite podcast platform. Or else, subscribe for more tantalizing terror and be ready for the new fear next week, if you dare. <laughs>